All right. Hello. Um, welcome back. I, uh, you're going to be seeing the sun setting in the background here. It's currently, <laughs> it's just past four o'clock. Um, I'm sinking into my couch here. It's very odd. Let me fix that there. It's still sinking. I, uh, I don't know. I have, um, I have some, this is a little bit loud in my ears. There we go. Um, <laughs> stupid pants. I don't know what my intention with this is, to be honest. Um, I, I just, after recording the one yesterday, I, I don't know, I went, I went for dinner with my friend and we were talking about everything that I had just talked about which is so funny and I don't know that makes me uh that makes me believe that there are there there's a lot of people going through a lot of things and I hope someday these can you know help people look in different uh areas and different dimensions of their life and a friend of mine also states that I am I'm a dimension hopper myself I like to take pride in that but you know uh, even if it's just my voice in your ears, uh, that's fine by me, I guess. I don't know. But I think what I'll probably end up talking about today is just, just friendships. Friendships, relationships, just like connections that you have with other people and, and kind of just mo continuously moving forward. Because it's very... Uh, it's very very interesting the people that we meet in this world and it's very interesting the uh the effect we have on some people um now forgive me if i keep going silent or if i keep looking away i just i really love and i really enjoy seeing the sunsets from my apartment since i really get to see them it's either i'm i'm out or i am i'm working uh, it's very special seeing <laughs> the sunrise in my apartment for me. Um, and again, I think that's just because I've set up my space to be my space, and I really enjoy it. And I love sunsets. So seeing it from my apartment is just a whole different... I've seen sunrises because I've had to wake up early for work, but the sun setting is such a such a beautiful thing to watch. And the crazy thought that it's... The sun's just gonna come back up tomorrow. We always have we always have tomorrow, luckily. Most of us. Few of us. Um make that bigger so I can check on it. But I don't know. I find it relations with people is always funny because you never know what's gonna happen. And there's few people in your life you think to yourself, I can't live without you. And there's few people that you can recognize and you look at them and you go, I can definitely live without you. You're not benefiting my life at all. But sometimes that, that line gets very stretched where you don't, you don't know, you don't truly know where you want to uh, set people. And it's very important to have, <laughs> to have uh it's very important to have that line in your head, like, no, right? You have to know where that line is and know, know when you need to draw that line. I'm really loving the sunset, guys. I'm so sorry. I wish, you could, I wish more of you could see it. Um, if, you're, if you're not watching the video. But yeah, I would just like to, like to go through that. So... A very important thing nowadays that I think everyone needs to... Some people have gotten used to, and uh, some people have not. But it's just the, the fact of change. Change will always come, and it'll always be here. And um, I always like to invite change. I believe change is very good for us. And if we're always changing for the better, you should just keep going, because... <laughs> it sounds so dumb. Um, but no, seriously, like it, 
moving on is is really important. I through through my life, I've there's been a lot of people I've I've lo- not lost death, but just have lost this in relation. Um, they never really it never really bothered me at the time, nor nor now. But I mean, maybe it should have, but just didn't didn't really feel it but i guess that's just my body my body knows that's not the best for me it wasn't people charging me up and it knows that um there are better ones out there and you know without straying away from some of those people i may not have met the people i know today and i appreciate people i know today and the people around me and i always see myself kind of continuously growing and i always see myself changing and the right people essentially stick around and um you know the right people will stick around for you as well now there's another thing about that saying where people are always saying oh if we met today would we still be friends and i think if you have to ask that you're already you've already got your answer because you shouldn't need to ask that, you know. Um, as you get older, your circle gets smaller. And when you're younger, you think your friends are everything. And you think you're going to have the same ones for the rest of your life. Uh, it's, just not, it's just not a fact. You can't do that. It's impossible. Um, and that's okay. That's all right to not, to not keep everyone because... Some people just don't, some people don't want to stay. And uh, it's so funny, this this one guy, we were, we were on the golf course and he'd gone away for a while and uh, his friend had texted him saying, hey, I really did appreciate you not messaging me while you were gone. And he showed me, he got it and he showed me it. I went, what, what the, like this, that's coming from, and at, at that time, he had thought to himself, he was like, yeah, this is, this is, I think, our breaking point because I shouldn't need to do that with a true friend. And friendships are very, they're very funny, you know? Like, some people you don't even remember becoming friends with. You've just been friends with f- forever. And uh, some people... You remember how you became friends, but you know it's you just clicked immediately. And there's there's people like that, and those are to me the most valuable friendships you can have because I don't know they're just so it's so it's so organic and uh, it's so <laughs> it's so organic and it's so it's so just pure pure human connection pure human relation and um, I love. I love every bit of it. I love, um, and going back to the dating apps thing, this is why I hate dating. Like, I love the the organically meeting somebody. Like, I love the story behind it. A fun thing to do is is whenever, say, you have grandparents or, you know, older people around, you just, you say, uh, oh, how'd you meet? And some people love saying stories of how they met. <laughs> There's one story I have actually of of, of a, I have a how I met story with a friend of mine and I every time I've asked it I'm always I'm always I'm always brightened up by by saying it because I love saying it and because again it was just a purely organic way of meeting and it's become one of my strongest friendships today. Most of my strongest friendships today are the ones I had organically met. Um, I think the way of the universe is it'll bring the right people to you. And but yeah, the um the best friendships I have are are organically met either through uh, the same interests or through other people or through me literally walking up to them and and, and there's one point where um I was in I was in university for and this was after I, I took a little break and I came back. But there's this one guy. His name's Sean, actually. Sean, if if you see this, this is you know you know this story. Um we <laughs> I was I was coming back into a year where I knew no one except for my friend's sister. 
And I saw it the same class as this one guy, Sean. Um, I saw him in almost every one of my classes. And he had bleached hair. And at the time, I'd always wanted to bleach my hair. And everyone around me just kept saying no. And even my barber, I said, oh, can we bleach my hair? He goes, no. <laughs> Thank God. But um, <laughs> I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool he had bleached hair. And I thought to myself, okay, I want to be his friend. So I was working at Jack Astor's at the time. And at Jack Astor's, there's this uh, lollipop bowl. And I, uh, <laughs> well, let me, uh, uh, whatever. Uh, there's this lollipop bowl. And I always had lollipops with me. And I also had this, this kind of like coat with this fur inside that feels like a panda's hugging you. And also I do magic tricks. Just this is a, a whole round of things. Um, well, the sky looks really beautiful right now. I really, I really hope I can catch some of it here. But yeah, so I, I, I one of the classes I walked up to him, I said, hey man, uh, you wanna see a magic trick? He went, of course, I'd love to see a magic trick. So I said, okay, um, put on this coat. He puts on the coat. I said, now give yourself a hug. Gives himself a hug. He goes, oh, this is so comfy. I said, I know. I put out a deck of cards, and I did a match trick. And he went, what? And then I said, yeah, and here's a lollipop. And then every day for two weeks, whenever I'd sit behind him and give him a lollipop, and it was funny because I only had one lollipop to give, and the person he would sit next to would go, oh, can, can I get a lollipop? And I went, oh, no, that was my last one. <laughs> it was every single day, every single day. Sean had gotten a lollipop from me, and the guy sitting next to him would ask for one, and I would say, "No, sorry, man." <laughs> that guy ended up not really liking me, and that's understandable because he never really got a lollipop. But um, yeah, that that that's full playground rules. Playground rules. If you ever want to make a friend as an adult, start giving them candy. If you see them often, just start giving them candy, and and. Honestly, it just it it sparks up just a funny a funny friendship in my opinion. I I really I really enjoyed that that story. Um, again, just it's organically met, and we we have a lot of memories together now. Um, I I truly care for him so much, and I could see him in my life almost forever. And I just want I truly want the best for him. All, all the time, and I think that's that's really important. We start to lose we start to lose sight of making friends. We think that when we get older, making friends is so hard. I mean, it is. It gets harder. <laughs> Life gets harder, guys. But and in university, it's it's a bit easier to make those friends. But there's still ways. There's still ways. Like I, I actually. A friend of mine, I, I, I met a friend of mine from work. You know, we're working on set, and we just both loved video games, and we'd always chat about it. Now he, he hangs out in my Discord. He uh, he has the same friend. Like, he knows the same people I know in my Discord and had become integrated into my online friend friend group. And I think that's another thing. You can, you can create different friend groups in different aspects. Like, I've got my online friends. I've got my travel friends, and I've got my... I've got my people I kind of keep at, like, arm's reach. I've got people in a closer circle and then people that are like the closest to me and I I love every one of them as much as as I can and I can see I can I try and give them as much love as I can um some may feel more than others and I I wish I I'm I, I do love a lot I love a lot um I love a lot of different people I love a lot of different uh versions of people like i said I, I i'm always i'm always here to try and bring people up yeah i think it's it, loving a lot is is it's definitely a trait some people can't do it some people can't love different groups of people um and i always get people always bring up that i have, I have different groups of people um and i enjoy that because like each i've discovered about myself this kind of this kind of hurt my brain for a bit but i discovered that each group of my friends were just different aspects of my personality. Um, like I have a group of friends, we call them the car guys, and those guys are an emphasis of my love of cars, my love of of going fast and adrenaline and, 
and being stupid, being young, that's that's my personality. And that friend group matches that personality, so they match that energy. I've got my kind of like artist friend group where it's like actors and, and doing fun, creative things. And, and sometimes the groups mix, and it's so fun to see them mix sometimes. Uh, sometimes they don't. And uh, again, start to... It's good to take a step back as well. Take a step back and look at your friend groups and look at the people you're surrounded by and really judge yourself based off those friend groups because you are an extension of the five people who you surround yourself with. And if you start, you know, if you start surrounding yourself with successful people, you'll inevitably become successful and which is great. And uh if you start if you surround yourself with with people, with bad people, bad influences, you'll end up becoming a bad influence. You end up doing bad things, and it's all, uh, it's all, it's all funny when you do take a step back. You need to almost have an ego death and see how everyone sees you uh, from an exterior viewpoint. I've gone through an ego death once. I, that's all you need. But I pulled myself out of it. I did. I was. Uh, in a situation that makes you go into ego death and I was laying on a couch and I had been transported to this higher plane. I'm really into this thing. It's called the soul family. It was this study done by uh, this hypnotist named Michael Newton. Uh, you can find the article online, but essentially he had uh, hypnotized, I think it was a thousand people, something like that. Some, some number of people, and I think the the rate was like ninety nine percent or something like that that had come back saying the same thing. But what he had done was he had he had hypnotized all these people to their past lives and had uh, taken them closest to their death and had them recall what they saw. And majority had said, "There's this pull, right? When you die, you kind of get pulled out of your body. You can see everyone around, you know, say the hospital bed or something like that, and you have this pull to go up." Or you can stay and see who shows up at your funeral and stuff like that. But the, the strength of the pull kind of lessens the longer that you stay. So the people who did not resist the pull, and they, they, they let it pull them up, uh, they recalled there's this line that you surpass, and you feel yourself passing this line. And as we know, time currently is just this linear uh, construct, essentially. Uh, where it's always continuous, but once you pass this line, it's the past, present, and the future all at the same time. And you're then introduced to people you had, you felt like you've known forever, but they're these massive like entities, or these massive beings of energy, like so massive that if all of that energy had been put into one body, it would explode. It's just so much. And so you meet these beings, and they come up to you, and you feel like you've known them forever, and they ask you, so how was it? You know, and uh, <laughs> you can take a look back at the life that you had lived and all the memories and all the emotions that you felt. And it's almost like the saying, it's not even a saying, it's, uh, I think it was Lily Reinhardt that said this, that if I was approached by this uh, all magical being saying, hey, would you like to feel every single emotion ever constructed? You know, love, pain, anger, happiness, all in a short period of amount of time if you're immortal? And obviously your answer is going to be yes. And, uh, yeah, sorry, this sunset's really going down quick. The sky's all pink and blue. It's so pretty with some clouds. Oh, that's great. Some days you just really have to appreciate the sunset. You know, it's the end of a day, but it just means that another one's going to start soon. And the one that starts soon could be the day that changes your life. You never know. Um, sorry, I just went off topic there. <laughs> and so, yeah, so the whole study with Michael Newton where, uh, he, uh, when you're up there, again, you see all these people you felt like you've known forever and you had just played the game of life, right? And when you're up there, you can choose to come back down and you go to the different people. You say, Hey, I want you to be my mom. I want you to be my dad. I want you to be my soulmate. I want you to be my twin flame, all this stuff. And um, the thing is that you can say that because, again, you're you're above time and space, and they can place things everywhere. 
the whole thing is that you, you have a predetermined life, but just the major points. But once you get down to earth, you have free will. And so all earth is, is this game of, will you end up with what you had planned or will you veer off the course? But there'll always be little nudges to bring you towards those kind of the people that you had mentioned before, like your energetic pull. But again, some people choose to ignore it. Some people choose to avoid it. And that's the aspect of free will. And, you know, I wouldn't say that we have free will. Things are, certain things may be predetermined, but certain things we may have a decision over. And I think it's all based off of, depends on what you believe, you know? You believe whatever you want to believe. Um, this is kind of currently what I believe. Uh, and there, the feeling of that there is a higher power is actually linked to the part of the brain that uh, is controlled fight or flight. So fight or flight is the oldest developed part of the brain since we had it since we were in primitive times. And uh, the feeling of a higher power kind of controlling everything is an association to that part of the brain. And so that's just been with uh, humankind for for as long as we've been here. Um, and then the emotional brain developed. And then a while after the logical brain, which brought us the wheel and, and all that stuff. If you find yourself, you know, the emotional brain's really funny. Uh, if the emotional brain had full control and you looked at uh, these holes in a wall, one was a circle, one was a square, one was a triangle, and you had shapes that would be able to fill it, the emotional brain wouldn't be able to pick which one because it's irrational. And there's a bridge between the emotional and the logical brain, and the logical brain obviously would be able to put the pieces in. And what links the two is actually breathing, uh, is oxygen being introduced to your brain. And that that's something that we tend to forget to do if we're ever in a high-stress, high-tense uh, situation. We tend to forget to breathe, and our emotional brain takes over, and it's almost like we see black, right? And we look back and go, why, why did I do that? Why, why did I do that? And it's really important to to remember to to breathe. There's a breathing exercise I, I learned recently from a friend of mine. And it's to take a deep breath. And then once you've reached your end, you go like a bit more. Just take a bit more. So it's if I I don't know if you'll be able to hear this, but you kinda go. And you hold it and then you let it out slowly. So if you find yourself in a high stress situation, you know, you can do that and just do that three times, and that will momentarily uh, let a sliver of, of your logical brain come back, and a lot of it's also kind of just finding control over yourself. Um, and some people... So the logical brain is, is dominant in a lot of male, and the emotional is dominant in a lot of females, and you know the emotional brain goes for what it feels like, and the logical brain goes for what it thinks is right. And uh, being able to think with both is is really is a really useful uh, tool, especially if you want to you know make big decisions if you have a lot of responsibility. Being able to use both it gives you the capability of of being creative and and gives you the ability to really be empathetic with people while giving good advice. And I've been working, I've been working, I think. Uh, I've been studying this for, for six years, not like professionally, but I used to do these courses in Florida and they had explained this and uh, I do my own studying into it because I, I just find it very interesting because a lot of people, a lot of people have this and a lot of people, uh, it's very rare to find people who are capable of speaking with their logical and emotional brain. Um, and if you do, again, you get the ability to figure out uh, how people feel. And you can em you can be empathetic towards how someone feels, and uh, you can then kind of feel their their feelings, and then make a decision based off that. And it leads to just so many different like. And and in every book, there was this book that I read, uh, which was the Art of Mind Reading. You don't actually learn how to read minds, but it did actually teach me how to catch people lying. I've I've caught. <laughs> literally caught someone lying to my face after reading this book, which is crazy. It's it's 
the emphasis though is it's it's all in the eyes. Um, I used to be really bad at keeping my eye contact with people, but uh, after this book, I've I've learned to to really use it because it helps you read people. But too much eye contact is a bit it's a bit um it's a bit intimidating to some people, um, and so it's it's good to break the it's good to break the uh, tension by looking away. But again, the thing is, is that the eyes. So, and also it's all in the face. Your, your facial mus- muscles react at such a quick amount of time before your brain can actually process it. And so you'll, if you're talking to someone, you're, you're really, really looking at them and really paying attention. You can see based off of their literal muscle, muscle movements uh, what they truly mean. And this has helped me kind of connect with a lot of people in, in, in different ways and and it's really helped me uh, understand what some people are, are really trying to say and I do value it a lot I like this sunset is just great <laughs> uh, some days I just wish I could I could fly in the clouds all the time like on a day like this I would just fly up to the top of a cloud and just lay down on the fluffiness and watch the sunset from the sky. I'd love to do that. But yeah, so another thing with the mind is, I guess, trauma. Like a lot of people have some deep-rooted traumas that they can't really root certain things back to. Um, And a lot of your patterns today and a lot of your you know, addictions or, or allergies could be linked, linked to a, it's called like a core memory, like, like, a, like a, a base memory, essentially. And if you become emotionally numb to that memory, you're capable of ridding yourself of, of all this other baggage that you have from, that has spawned from it, essentially. So there's this practice where uh, you sit down in a room and Typically, you have someone who's kind of guiding you through it, um, and you kind of, it's just about repetition. It's repetition until you become emotionally numb about a situation, and once you get down to that root memory, you'll know uh, because you'll have all of the emotions coming out at that time, and then you keep repeating that memory until uh, you feel emotionless about it, and it, 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 it almost empowers you a ton. Like It empowers because you feel like you have control again. Um, another thing I've been doing recently, uh, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, and I have have discovered, uh, and we discovered this at work actually. Like we were just getting demolished, and we knew we were gonna fix it, but uh, when we kind of like sat down, because I, I we tend to get very passionate about it, um, we said, you know, I decided, I don't care. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you need. I, I've been, I've been sharing this with with my friends, uh, and I've been encouraging it as a lifestyle kind of thing. Where, you know, if you ever are anxious or you're overthinking a situation, you kind of just go. You say it out loud. You have to say it out loud. You say, "You know, I decided." And if someone's there, they'll say, "What?" And you go, "I don't care." And it, it literally is is a relief. It's it's a literal relief uh, from your chest because you're almost convincing yourself you truly don't care, and that's very. <laughs> you can still care about things, but um, if you just decide not to care, it can't really take control over you anymore, and that's that's what we have to. And that's what we have to work on is is your thoughts taking control of you because you know you're you're the one who's driving and these shots these thoughts shouldn't be taking control of you they should they should be helping you propel helping you propel forward now there's there's this other thing with friends that that I had also been going through and I think a lot of people our age go through. I, 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 I'm also on this subreddit. It's called r slash adulting. And it's essentially supposed to be a page where people can go and, and post their, their tricks to, to trying to adult. 
because I believe that that um, the switch between you know student life and adult life it's it's difficult. It's definitely difficult, and it's difficult for a lot of people, especially if you've never really been on your own. And so, when I had first started working, just for context, I I'm currently the youngest uh, person doing my job professionally, and it's it's a lot of responsibility for for what I do, um, and. When I had first gotten here, I, I moved up really, really quick. I moved up very fast. Not a lot of people are are able to to do what I I did. Um, I was one of the first ones to do that, actually, and it's just a very. It was it was definitely I definitely felt a lot of imposter syndrome at that time because I felt like I didn't deserve it, but um, someone had told me that. You know, if you if you're feeling imposter syndrome, it just means that you're in the right place. It means that you're you're shaking the ball, uh, you're shaking the tree. And so, most of the people, one who do my job and two who are in the same industry as I'm in, uh, they tend to be uh, 30 and above. Like <laughs> quite literally, every person I thought was like who looked relatively young, close to my age, I'd walk up to them and be like, "Hey, like, how old are you?" And they'd say, "Oh, I'm 30." Like no one was maybe there was one like twenty eight, and uh, there are a few people who are like relative to my age there, but none in kind of like the higher uh, positions, and so I usually talk to to the to the ones closer to my age. But uh, for a bit, I was kind of just uh, by myself. I, I didn't really I didn't know anyone. I, I was still just trying to make some friends and and trying to to network and and understand where where I was. And uh, it got to a point where, you know, I ended up talking to 30-year-olds, talking to the mid-30-year-olds and stuff like that all the time. And you have a lot of coming out of school compared to being, like, being established and, and being mid-30s, your problems are completely different. Like, you have complete different problems, uh, which is okay. That's fine. Um, but... <laughs> It got to a point where I had started thinking, oh, I need to have the same problems as, the, as these people. Um, you know, say like mortgage or or getting married and stuff like that. And, and so it started getting to me a bit where I was worrying like, oh, shit, like I need to worry about a mortgage. I need to worry about all this stuff. Um, and at the time I was 23, I think, 23 or 22. I started having the same kind of thoughts and like worries as, as a 30 year old. And it took a phone call with my dad. I cherish my dad. I cherish him a ton. He is a person who sees the absolute gold heart in every single person and gives everyone a chance. And I'll never admit to the kind of man that he is, but I am constantly trying to become just a sliver of what he is. And, uh, I call him and I'm, I'm worrying about all this stuff and, he says, whoa, 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 Christian, hold on. Just calm down one second. How old are you? And I went, I'm 20, 23, 22. Because, you know, again, you, you feel like you're running out of time. You 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 need to make the most out of all your time, all this stuff. And so, yeah, I said, I'm 22, 23. And he goes, exactly. You're 22 or you're 23. Um, you're fine. You're doing fine stop worrying about all that stuff. This is your time where you're allowed to be done. You're allowed to make mistakes. You're allowed to, you know, live life a bit. You're allowed to enjoy time with your friends. You're having the worries of a 30-year-old when you're almost a decade away from that. Oh, God, I'm half a decade away from that now. Um, and then that, that actually made me take a step back, and I, I thought to myself, yeah, you're right. Um, cause I, I was worried about not being completely established, but I'd only been in the industry for, you know, a year or, or less than a year. Um, and these people had been there for, for much, much longer than I have and have seen a lot more than I have and experienced a lot more than I have. And it was, it was, it wasn't until this year where I've, I've started to actually feel established in the industry where, you know, everywhere I went, I, people were able, I could recognize people and, and 
um, have continuing conversations with people. Um, and yeah, I think it's really, it's really important for people at this age who are moving into the pro- professional world to, uh, to just remember that, you know, you're going to a world with 30, 40, 50 year olds, um, all who have been there doing this for a long time. They see you as the young buck, you know, you start making adult money and you start having adult responsibilities, but still remember, you know, you're, you're still a young guy. <laughs> you're still a young person. Um, you have, you have a ton of time. If you want to party, you can party. Um, if you want to go on adventures, you can go on, if you want to go on trips, you can go on trips. Um, and don't let what all the older people tell you, uh, negatively affect you. You know, some give really good advice and some give advice of jealousy since some of them took them a bit longer to find out what they wanted to do. And they like to, some people like to, um, let that out on the younger people because it's an easy target. It's like picking on the, the little kid in class, but don't let it deter you. Um, and from my experience, things do get better. Uh, they do get better. And you just have to kind of keep pushing and you're only in that position that you got because you deserved it. You worked hard for it. And it's important not to forget that. I, I had forgotten that for a second. That, you know, I did countless like day-night days where I was awake for 48 hours straight working 40, 46 of those hours. And I was losing sight of it. But then, again, my dad had reminded me, he goes, no, you worked your literal butt off to get to where you are. It's okay. You need, you need to learn to enjoy what you've worked for. Now, remember, you do have to plan for your future. You have to be smart. I, I was a bit dumb sometimes, but um, I'm starting to smarten up now. And yeah, I think that's what, what your 20s are for, you know. You, you're... <laughs> Before your twenties, you're you're a teenager. That's crazy. Like me now, compared to when I was seventeen, even nineteen, it's a completely different person. And so the amount of growth you go through in your young adulthood is it 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 should be immense. If you're if you're stuck in that high school mentality, you're not really gonna end up going too too far because you get stuck in all the the social classes and you get stuck in you get stuck in a lot of things that don't really matter towards the bigger picture. And it is unfortunate for some people to get stuck there. But again, sometimes it's just it's just their life. It's just their life to to care about those things. <clears throat> now, I do freelance and uh I'd never like little corporate experience never I never really had a full like the full corporate experience and I think it's funny having kind of like the culture shock of of people's different jobs and you know seeing the people you you grew up with seeing what they end up doing and seeing how they end up growing up as and and who they end up becoming is is really interesting to me um a lot of people end up where you think they'll end up and a lot of people still end up where you think they'll end up if you understand what that means but uh some people do surprise you some people do surprise you um but since i'm you know freelance i i can kind of choose when i want when i want to have time off i can i don't work every day i i work you know i can work sometimes i do work every day including weekends, I can have like a 14 continuous workday stretch. I can even, I can have a 20 workday stretch, um, without any time off in between, but it's only based off of how much I end up booking myself on. And, you know, hearing the complaints of people, uh, who are in a nine to five, this is where I got the culture shock, right? Uh, I planned this ski trip with two of my friends and I wanted my other friend to come. I said, hey, man, I, I booked this thing. Uh, it's going to be just for for one night. I'd love for you to come. And he said, oh, I, I've used up all my vacation days. I went, wait, like that had like set me back because I had forgotten that vacation days and sick days were a thing. I mean, it's it's great. You get to get 
you get paid to go on vacation. Like I, if I'm, if I am not working, I'm not getting paid. Um, but then in my head, I thought that was crazy because then, you know, there's no, it's almost as if you're, you're still living at home. Like you don't have your full independence. You have to ask somebody in order to do something. Um, and I always had a problem with authority, especially when I worked, uh, retail and stuff. I don't know. It's, Again, those those thirty year olds, those those the people who are there for a while, um, it was hard for me to to take authority from them, and, and like I I tried my best, but they, I don't know, I always I'd always thought to myself, why are you t- like getting mad at me over this? You're gonna you're here, and I'm still young. I still have my doors I can go through. Uh, it's kind of a dick thing to ever say to anybody, and I never say it to anyone. I just. I never took too many things seriously. I worked really hard. I, I worked really hard at any job I had. I worked. I was always, always, always one of the top employees there. And, <laughs> but, like, I that also became another thing where I knew I was one of the hardest workers there, and so it made me slack off in other senses. And, again, I, like, take less uh, opinions from, from authoritative figures. Um, uh, it's a fine line it's a fine line where you need to that you need to cross in terms of taking things seriously and taking things as a joke because you take things as a joke too much you start slacking off you become lazy and then if you take things too serious people are like you can you can calm down I, I guess back to the the student adult uh, switch um, when you're a student, things are kind of given to you, like you're given leeways. And then when you're an adult, it's kind of like, oh, it's like the switch from high school to university, you know, high school, you get a lot of, you know, you get attendance and, uh, teachers rel- like, so, I mean, depends on what school you go to, but most teachers relatively care and they want you to get good grades to get into a good school. <laughs> and I always told people who were going from high school to university, I said, if you miss a class, they don't care, but you're missing the information that you're paying for. And if you submit an essay a day late, it's just a zero. There's no like, oh, like sorry, miss. Like there's a, like no, it's just it's just a zero. And then when you get to the working field, it's like you have to be there. Like you have to. Certain aspects people rely on you, and if something's late, that could be critical to the revenue of the business. Um, I, I think it's just funny seeing each transition there because each one tries to prepare you for the next in the complete opposite way, <laughs> in the absolute opposite way. And they say, this is how it's going to be. And then once you get there, you're like, that's not what I was told. I was not told this at all. I was literally lied to. Um, I don't know. I just, it's, I can appreciate the, uh, I can appreciate the certain things, but some things were just a bit, a bit too harsh, and they were not necessary. I would say, um, and some people were a bit too harsh. And what I did take from from each transition, though, is is to um, just get friends from the situations. Like there's, from each situation, I would say I've made at least I've kept at least one friend from each from each phase from each chapter um and so they knew me in in that in that sense um it's always just about the people you know at the end of the day it's about the people that you surround yourself with it's the people you know it's the people who are able like whoever whoever has certain aspirations to go anywhere based off of whatever connections I have I will try and connect them I will try and take them to where they want to go um because i love i love doing that and you know that's why i always tell people who are who are in school is is yes and ingest all the knowledge and and yes learn your critical thinking skills because we need more critical thinkers in this world it seems like we're we're running low on them um but more importantly make connections because you never know where anyone's going to end up and you like there's this like one story here i uh high school I had this co-op at this aboriginal school and the co-op was kind of like it was kind of like a film thing uh we would learn about aboriginal uh, and indigenous uh film and history 
and we'd make our own films based off of that. I'm not I'm not Aboriginal or Indigenous, and and this uh, and this kind of like grew my love for for those people and and that history. And I really enjoyed the different uh, culture that they had. I enjoyed the the principles that they had as well. But I met this guy. He was a cool guy, and um, you know we we'd all like we'd all kind of hang out, and it was just kind of like a school affiliation kind of thing. <laughs> But we still followed each other on Instagram, and uh, still, I never really kept in touch, but, you know, we were still both there in the background. So one day he messages me on Instagram, and he mentions that he had gotten into actually the same program I was in in university, and he really wanted to set up a phone call because he saw that I was I was doing what the people in that school want to do, inevitably. And um, I'd always told, <laughs> I always told people, I said, like, learn what you need to learn, and then forget everything that you just learned when you get out into the real world. Um, and so I ended up I ended up having that call with him. And you know, he had mentioned that the film industry seems like this mystical place that is really hard to get into. And I said, it's it's actually not. It's easy to get into. It's hard to stay in uh, because of the long hours. And people get hired again more based off their personality, not based off what they know. It just it helps if you if you know a lot. It helps if if you're skilled at what you do. But at the end of the day, you're hired based off your personality because it's all based off of do I want to spend twelve to fifteen hours with this person? Yes or no? Right? Am I able to chat with them? Am I able? Are they are they a personable person? Will they? bring the vibe down or will they help increase it? Um, and so I told him that and, you know, I said, it's, it, it's important to, to, to learn what you will learn in that, in that course, but none of it had set me up for what I'm doing today. I had to reteach myself every single thing that I know. Um, but I did appreciate all the connections I made from the school and I appreciate, it's also good to have the degree. Um, I know the world's kind of moving to a place where you don't need it, but there's a noticeable difference between people who have that degree and people who don't. And like, especially when you talk to them, it's mostly just when you talk to them and, and where they end up, uh, you can tell who kind of never extended learning because I've, I've literally heard people say, why would I do that when I know more than the teacher? My argument is you never know more than any other person on this planet because they'll always know something that you don't. No matter what it is, could be the smallest things, someone will always know something that you do not and you always have something to learn from another person. People people will um, people can teach you a lot of things and you need to really value that and you need to value the people around you because it's it's a wild world out there, and everyone has something that they. Uh, I'm gonna turn this on. Um, and you know, I say this all the time: people are so interesting, and you need to really appreciate the things that people have to say, because sometimes what they say may change your life. They may change your perspective. They may change your beliefs, but you'll never know. Um, another example: I went to a friend of my a friend of mine's kind of like concert, and it was in a church. And uh, there was a person who stood out, looked like, literally looked like a rock star from the '80s in a church where everyone's kind of dressed up. And I ended up talking with him, and he was a phenomenal person and amazing <laughs> human being. And we just talked about the universe and, and everything in between and just an immaculate vibe. And a lot of people just were quick to judge by the cover. But then once they started to talk to him, they're like, oh, like, I really appreciate that person. I, I just love every person's floating through this this space and time with us. And there's no there's no point in, in judging based off of how people look, because sometimes, you know, people are just having fun. They don't doesn't matter how you look just have fun enjoy the life that you've been given so yeah 
I guess to conclude all this, you know, really appreciate the people that you have around you, but also take a step back and see who truly is there to be there and who's truly there to be, to be there for you. It's very, it's very easy to get caught up and, and lose that, but just take a step back and, and don't be afraid of change. Always be willing to change your outlook on things. Always be willing to change how you perceive things. And everyone perceives reality different. And every connection we make is just us trying to understand how a different person perceives their reality. So appreciate the people. And I would say the assignment for today would be to really, really just take a step back, you know, be able to sit down on your couch and enjoy just being there by yourself and passing a time, but also start taking that step back and, and seeing, because I've done this a few times where I've, I've just taken a full step back from, from every group I've had and just really evaluated what it, what it truly was to me and what it was to them and in what cases it, it, it helped the two of us. Um, and it did help me, I would almost say prune, but that's a bit mean, but it, it's very beneficial to, to really do that because it helps you grow into the person that you need to become, to become the best version of yourself every other day, right? Always grow to, to be a better version than you were of yesterday. So yeah, so Simon is just take take a day, take a day or two and just step back and and you know, a view from above of the people around you because the people who surround you are the ones who affect your personality the most and if you feel that you're being dragged down by something, don't be afraid to to change that because you know, you need to take control of your life. You need to you need to keep moving forward. Um, and you can't afford to have anyone point you back because we are limited on the amount of time we have in the bigger picture. In the day-to-day, we have a ton of time, but in the bigger picture, we are limited of time, so you shouldn't waste it on on people who, who are a negative impact on you. Um, so yeah, thanks for, if anyone is even there, thanks for, for listening, and I, I appreciate all of your souls, and I really hope you can take what I say home and 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 ponder on it a little bit. Because again, I'm just a talking head. Sitting, I'm just a dude on a couch, sitting on the couch talking. And I do, I do hope to to make people believe in themselves. Because that's a very valuable thing. Just believe in yourself. Everything will get better. Everything's going to be okay. Thank you.